This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Hey, hey, listener. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And today I want to be talking with you about how we can respond to our lives differently. And the reason I'm diving into this topic was I was surfing through some old Facebook memories and a really important one popped up. And as I'm recording this, I'm not sure when it's going to go live, but I'm pretty certain it'll be probably sometime during the holiday season. So I'm sure that Thanksgiving will have already passed for my uh, friends in the U.S., and most of us will be into, you know, Christmas or whatever it is you celebrate around the world, depending on where you are. But holidays always bring so many more people into our world. And after, you know, the year we had in 2020, so many of you are going to be reintegrating this holiday and spending maybe more time with loved ones and the whole holiday vibe. Everybody's circumstances are different right now, depending on where you are in the world. I'm not sure what everybody's holiday is going to look like. Um, I know mine is still going to be quite different this year, and that's okay too. Uh, It's an opportunity to create some new traditions and, again, really think about what it is, you know, I want, what I don't want, what I want more of, and what I want less of through this holiday season. So I'm looking forward to some downtime, and, um, you know, I've got some things planned just to give back. Because even though this year was an incredibly challenging year, this has probably been one of the most challenging years I've had since the year that my hubby went into rehab and everything kind of, you know, was dismantled in my life. That's how 2021 has felt for me. Very, a very uh, confronting year, a year of seeing things very differently and having to ride the wave of a tremendous amount of emotion right? Good, bad, and everything in between, because there are really no good or bad emotions, but it's definitely been a year. And, you know, as we start to be around more people again, we kind of all start to come out of hiding. Many of you will start to realize that it feels a little bit, maybe overwhelming. Maybe you're realizing how busy your life was pre-pandemic and how much you enjoyed slowing down during the pandemic. And now it's like being, you know, for many of you, it's like being shot out of a rocket ship back into real life, but having to look at how you want to define that in a different way. So as you start to come around other people, I want to remind you that you always have the opportunity to look at how you are going to either react or respond in different ways moving forward. And I wanted to share this story uh, that my, my oldest son went through back in 2019. 
So he's, he's always been an athlete. He's, you know, he's really my athletic kid. Not all of my kids are athletic shocking. I know, but not all of my kids are athletic and, uh, he loves things like hockey and rugby. And, you know, I used to watch him longboard, which is basically skateboarding on a bigger board right downhill, terrifying, but he, he loved it. He always loves these things and he's competitive, but he's so competitive He's competitive in a different way. He's able to walk off the field and just put it behind him. And there's only been a few times where I've seen him get really ruffled or very disappointed about something not working out. And back in 2019, they'd had a heartbreaking loss at his rugby finals and he wanted to win. I wanted him to win. He wanted to win, but you know, he was able to walk off the field and just let it roll off of his back. And, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with my older boys and, you know, I'm working with Jake now on emotional fluency and how to feel your emotions, which Jake is incredibly resistant to. So that's really fascinating for me to navigate as well. You know, I talk a lot to my kids about feeling their feelings and not allowing their emotions to hold them hostage. And in this particular moment, as many of us come across these moments, he had a choice he could have taken that whole day and sulked about losing the big, big game, or he could choose to celebrate with his teammates, celebrate the phenomenal season they had. In fact, it was the first time in 10 years they had made it to the finals. And he also won rookie of the year. So there was lots of things to celebrate. And I, I want you to know that in every moment of every day, you can choose how you're going to respond or react to people, events, and circumstances. You can feel what's there and you can decide if you want to marinate in those emotions or shift your attention to what you can do to help yourself feel better. And this year in particular, I've really had to allow myself to acknowledge what I'm feeling and then support myself in feeling better. And oftentimes, you know, those emotions have circled back many times around. So it's not a one and done. And I think that that's what a lot of people believe is, you know, when we're dealing with different things happening in our lives that, you know, we should just be able to get over it, feel it once and get over it. And that's not necessarily the truth. Like supporting yourself, feeling better as you navigate your emotions is a skill. It takes practice. It takes practice. So, you know, we all have bad days. We all have shitty things happen. And, you know, as you've heard me say before, life is always going to life. And through all of it, you still get to choose how you're going to emotionally support yourself. And this year, I've really had to look at how I'm supporting myself. I've also had to have lots of conversations with clients around how they've been supporting themselves as well. And stepping into that next level of support for themselves, whatever that may look like, regardless of what your circumstances are, you know, you can look around the world and see countless examples of people who've gone through and are living in conditions and circumstances that far outweigh what you're going through. And they can still find joy and gratitude and happiness and peace. And it's not about bypassing what you're feeling because you've heard me talk about you know, this kind of uh, toxic positivity and just going to like joy and peace, we still have to acknowledge what it is we're feeling. And regardless of our circumstances, we can always find those things that bring us joy and happiness and peace. 
And I, I'm curious to know if you can say the same for yourself, or are you constantly getting trapped in your emotions because maybe someone said or did something that pissed you off? Maybe your pants felt too tight this morning. The scale didn't tell you what you wanted, you, you know, what you wanted to see. You opened up your bank account, right? That was a big one for me. And these things send you into a tailspin, right? I literally would freak out every time I had to look at my bank account balance or pay a bill, the past version of me, and it would ruin my whole day. I was so caught in lack, not enough, fear, scarcity, and overwhelm. And then I blamed my debt for the cause of my emotional distress. My debt wasn't the cause of my emotional distress. My choice to believe that my debt was a problem, was causing me emotional distress. And maybe, you know, you're listening to me and realizing that your relationship with food or your body or your business or your kids or your husband or whatever is the source of all your grief. You know, you might believe that if you could just find the right strategy or system or funnel that you know, that would create the success that you want. And then you would have all the money and that would fix all your problems. But the bottom line is that how you feel is a direct result of the choices you're making about the meaning of your circumstances. Okay. I'm going to say that again. How you feel is a direct result of choices you're making about the meaning of your circumstances. So what are you making your relationship with money, food, your kids, your body, your business, or, you know, the random comment that someone made about your post on Facebook mean, like, what are you making all of this stuff mean? How often are you allowing your circumstances to rob you of your peace and put you in a bad mood? And I can, I can honestly say Lisa lost a lot of peace this year because of circumstances going on in the world. And it was my work this year to continually bring me back to a place of peace and well-being. This has really been a year where all my tools have been put into practice. This has been a rubber meets the road type of year. And am I willing to show up and really practice what I preach? And you guys know how I feel about integrity. So you get to ask yourself how often you are allowing your circumstances to put you in a bad mood, how often you give away your personal power because someone quote unquote made you feel a certain way because you're feeling a certain way because of how you're choosing to react to what they've said about you. So if you're anything like me, which is slightly stubborn, which is not something I'm super proud of, right? Like we all have our things. And I know that me being stubborn can often keep me stuck, right? I dig my heels in and I have to, you know, remind myself to stay open and curious. That stubbornness can often find me fighting to hang on to choices that I don't need to hang on to. And you are the same. Look around your life and are you fighting for things fighting for choices that you don't have to. 
we are so funny humans. I mean, we literally fight for the crap in our lives we don't want, but then we tell ourselves the exact opposite, right? Like, I don't want this debt. I hate my debt, blah, 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 blah. But I was holding my attention on it all the time. Think about the things that you're holding your attention on, telling yourself you don't want it, but you're actually fighting to remain in your struggle and your suffering about it. So, you know, one of the things we learned over the past couple of years is that life really can change in an instant and you can make a choice that can create a radically different outcome for you. It can completely shift the direction of your life. And I know I've experienced this time and time again. And I bet if you look back over your life, you will remember those times that you made that choice that literally shifted the trajectory of the direction that you were going in. So maybe it was that first date that you didn't want to go on, but ultimately, you know, it ended up being your dream man or your dream woman or your dream partner. It might have been going to the random coffee shop you wanted to try where you made a connection that ultimately changed your business. It could have been the time that you read a sentence in a book or heard something on a podcast that was like, oh my God, my mind is actually blown right now. Because I know I've had that happen to me. I've had many moments where I've read something and I've just been like, wow. I mean, I remember reading, I don't remember the specific excerpt, but it was at the time when uh, Macy was in rehab and it, I was first introduced to Brene Brown and she writes a lot about vulnerability and staying open. And it caused me then to write a letter that began to shift my relationship and how I was going to move forward with Macy because I'd put a huge wall up and uh, completely wanted to close down because that's what we do when we're feeling vulnerable. We often just want to shut down. So that book, which is called the, um, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to look it up and put it in the show notes for you. She's got so many books, but I have to look it up, but you can go look up Brene Brown. She's got a lot of uh, amazing books out. The Power of Vulnerability, maybe. Anywho, I know that you get what I'm talking about because I think we've all experienced these moments, you know, a few times in our lives. Even, I mean, I even remember when I first met my mentor and I've told this story many times, I was so afraid and I just like stepped through my fear and introduced myself to him. And now here I am, you know, that, that one decision started a chain of events that now allows me to, you know, be one of his senior coaches inside his transformational coaching program, not to mention the impact that him being in my life has had on my life, all areas of my life. Literally it has been, he's been such a transformational power in my life. So every moment of every day, you have a choice. So as you head into this holiday season, or maybe you're immersed in the holiday season right now, I want you to remember every conversation, everything that's said, everything that you do or don't do, take a step back, remind yourself you have choice. You have, you have choice about how you want to respond to the thing that your you know, aunt just said about, I don't know, the top you're wearing right? You get to make choices about the boundaries that you need to hold with yourself and the boundaries that you want to hold with other people. You get a choice in the things you do or don't participate in. It's okay to say no. 
this isn't for me right now. The more that you can understand that everything in your life comes down to the choices that you make, how you react, how you respond, it'll change your whole world. It'll change your whole world. So I want you to consider this episode as you move through the holidays and really, you know, it's such a great time to ask yourself, like, what are you going to be committed to this holiday season? How do you want to feel this holiday season? Because that's what I ask myself. How do I want to feel this holiday season? And then I set my intention around that. And my choices have to be grounded in being aligned with that commitment I've made to how I want to feel. So this holiday season, I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel generous, generous. Generosity is a huge one for me uh, this holiday season with all the things that have gone on in the world uh, with the stuff, you know, we've experienced locally. I am so grateful and aware that I have so much And this is just a really big opportunity for me to give back. You know, my mentor says that, how does he put it? To have everything is to want for nothing or to want for nothing is to have everything. And I'm probably like completely butchering it as I usually do. But basically one of the things that I have discovered is that the I don't want anything anymore. So for all those years that I chose to be in lack and scarcity and struggle, and, you know, I bought into this belief that all these things were going to make me happy, the more that I have, and that, you know, being able to go out and get myself the things that I want is completely available to me. I don't want anything like, and that is such a beautiful place to be in. And it just allows me to really be in a position of, wanting to give back even more because when you're in lack and scarcity, it blinds you to the abundance that is all around you, right? I made a choice to not see the abundance that was all around me all the time. So this holiday season and pretty much all year round is always about feeling generous. It's such an important thing for me. So I know this episode bounced around a little bit, but I hope it, it leaves you with some food for thought about, you know, where you're giving your personal power away, whether it's to your bank account balance or something somebody said to you or the number on the scale or the fact that your pants don't fit or that your kids are not behaving the way you want them to be, or your partner didn't buy you something. doesn't matter how you choose to respond to all the circumstances in your life will determine how you feel in your life. That's the bottom line. So remember the person responsible for caring for you is you. So regardless of what is going on this holiday season, make sure you are committed to thriving through it all. Uh, Because, you know, the more we take care of ourselves, the more we can go into this new year and every single day with more to give, right? Because we can't give more if we are depleted ourselves. So remember, make yourself your priority and you'll be able to pour more into others. All right. Until our next episode, take good care of you. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that total soul wrenching certainty that something in your life needed to change? Listen up. You can be incredibly successful and yet not see yourself as successful. In fact, for many of my clients, it takes me pointing out that they are high achievers for them to even see this for themselves. 
Most of my clients have never taken the time to pause and acknowledge their accomplishments because they're too busy focusing on the next thing they want to get after. I often joke that they set a bar for themselves, but as soon as they get close to reaching it, they simply raise the bar. It's the never-ending cycle that perpetuates the story that they're not there yet. More often than not, they genuinely believe they haven't done enough. You probably love setting and accomplishing goals, have no problem getting things done, know what it means to embrace the hustle, and working your ass off might be your status quo. What the women who are part of my community come to realize is that no amount of doing is going to give you the feeling of fulfillment you're looking for. What makes this realization more painful is feeling the impact your choices are having on your physical and emotional well-being. The deep gut level knowing that you need to make a change in your life has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished on paper or how successful you appear to someone looking at you from the outside. You might feel burnt out because you struggle with boundaries that support you feeling good. Maybe you have a gorgeous, healthy family, but don't feel like you're really connected to your kids. Maybe you're slowly starting to realize that you're overly dependent on that glass of wine to unwind, catch yourself mindlessly eating, or worse yet, forgetting to eat. Coffee has become a staple and hours can disappear as you scroll social media mindlessly. You're probably burning the candle at both ends because when everyone else goes to bed, you stay up late just to have you time. Basically, you're starting to realize you're numbing your way through life and that you are the last thing on your list of priorities. No matter what you've accomplished, there's something deep down in your soul that is screaming out for more. And you won't be satisfied until you can figure out what that is. If you're listening to this podcast, I can guess you've already taken the first steps in recognizing the transformation you're seeking isn't going to be found in doing more, but in discovering why you're so addicted to your doing in the first place. You're probably also realizing that if you don't start to make caring for your emotional and physical well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Lasting transformation doesn't happen overnight, and it often doesn't happen without support. They're called blind windows for a reason. I've made it my personal mission in life to support women trying to create extraordinary lives of their own choosing. That's why, in addition to this podcast, I send out powerful emails to help you navigate life as an ambitious, driven, high-achieving woman so that you can make positive changes you need to thrive in your life. Join me for this journey towards what it looks like to love what you do, but love yourself more by signing up for my email list. You'll get first access to resources I've created to support you. Plus, I'll let you know about new podcast episodes, coaching opportunities, and more. Head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash sign up today and join my network of empowered, inspiring, ambitious women. This is your next step in choosing to make you a priority. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Frontal Living Podcast.